but we're the last line before it gets very wide. Second to last line. Ozal, Vespasian went back to Rome. Shadre le Titus. He sent Titus, Yamach Shemay to come finish up the job that he started. Va'amar, and he said, Ey Eloheimo Yitzurcha Sayuboy. Pasik says, Where is their God? The hope that they had put all their faith into. So Titus Sarasha, this is referring to specifically Titus Sarasha, Shechire Vigidev Klapa Milo. He was the biggest anti-Hashem that the, in that generation. Also, give me an example of what he did. He grabbed the Zoyin of Nechlis Lebeis Kachak Adashu. He went into the holiest place in the world. He spread out a Sefer Torah for Avar Averu. And that's what he did with his act for Natal Saif. And then he picked up a sword. And he stabbed the Perechis. made a miracle. The blood came oozing out of the Perechis Kusavar. Titus came to the point where he thought Hargis Atzmer that he killed Kaviyachal. Hakadish Baruch Shanemar. As the Pasuk says, Shagu Tsarirecho, Bekerev Mayadecho. Some who I say, some I say. They screamed out, Your enemies, Bekerev Mayadecho, in the place where it's your Makri Bavad, which is the Kedish Akadoshim, you made miracles. And the miracles were that Titus thought that he got it. Abachan Aimer, a different Pasuk, Mikamaycha Chasim Ka. Who is like you, the Akadish Baruch, Mikamaycha Chasim Kasha? You were able to hear all the horrible blasphemy that he was saying about you, Vashaisik, and yet you took it in stride and you kept quiet. The bear be small, Tano. We say this every day. What does this mean? Who is like you, Ba'ilam, and the strong ones? Who is like you that they can literally control themselves and they can stay quiet? Ma'asa, what did Titus do next? He then took the Perechas. He turned, turned it into like a basket, meaning he, he made it that people were holding it. And he took all the base of Migdash Kalim, and he put it into this big basket, so to speak, of, of the Perechis. He sent it on a boat to get a hero's welcome, like he got, which is, we know if you open up the history books, you see the Titus, is, the, 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 they describe the hero's welcome that Titus got when he came back to Rome. Shenemar. I have seen wicked people buried. This is a Pasik in Kehelas has nothing to do with Titus, but the way the Pashas Apostik is, is Kehelastic. But the way the Mardashans it over here, Artikra Kivurim, Elo Kivutim. Which means they gathered things to come home and get praised in their cities for all the loot. That they brought home from the Beis Hamikdash. Ikedami kavurim mamish. Some say it does mean literally kavurim. Dafilu mili dimetamra igal yulahim. Even things that were hidden, which there's no way he should have found them, Titus got his hands on them and he found them as well. Kadosh gave him way, way more than he should have gotten. He shouldn't have gotten anything. Kadosh even gave him things and he exposed to him things that he was able to find. On his way home, Ahmed Olav Nachshul Shabiyan. All of a sudden, there was a wave, and there was a wave that came. It came to sink the boat. Titus, with all the, the spoils of the war, and the Beis he was coming back, and he wasn't going to make it back to Rome. Omar, this Titus said, 
it seems to me I should have taken a boat home because I forgot. Is only, he has one, he's a one-trick pony. He has, everything he does is always with water. I guess you can say the marble. So therefore, I mean, he doesn't have anything new. He calls out Baruch In Gibarhu, Come meet me. You want to have it out, Hashem? Let's do it on the ground. It has to be on your home territory. Come to my home territory. I have a tiny little creature in my world that I created. It's known as a ginat. You don't want it to sound like the G, then don't put it there. Why is it called a little, a little creature? It only could take in, but it doesn't excrete. Gnats only absorb, they only eat, but they don't give off, give off anything. So therefore, our Baruch Hu says, I have this tiny little gnat. He went on to the dry land. I'm sorry, I went. Hashem says, you know what, you want to do this on land? Come, fight with a gnat. You'll, when you pass the featherweight, we'll bring you up to the middleweight. And, and, and eventually, you want to take me on, you'll take me on. But let's, let's start with my lightest creature. Oh, yeah, he got off the boat. Boy Yitush came along and had entered his nostrils, started pecking away at his brain. Seven years. One day he was passing by a blacksmith. Uh, uh, and it heard the banging of the metal, this gnat, ishtik, and the gnat got quiet. Something new. Like it was. Amar, oh, Satitus, seven years. The guy didn't learn a lesson yet. Oh, he says, Iketakanto. All right, so now I figure out how to deal with this gnat. Uh, he hired a, a smith to start coming and banging in front of him. I would go nuts just on that. But I guess anything better than a gnat poke, poking away in your brain. He gave them each four zuz. And he says, you know, I'm going to pay you for your time. You know, it's like jerry duty. I'll give you a little bit, but, uh, you know, something. But Yisrael Omar, when he would take a Jew smith, which I thought all the smiths are Jews, but Omar lay mistayach dikachasas besanach. Your payment is that you see your enemy suffering. That's it. You're not getting anything. This, this is your payment. Atlas and For 30 days, this was a good mahalach. Avad hachi, he did this. After 30 days, the gnat got used to it. Keeping the dust, dust. And he went back to pecking away at his brain. I used to be sitting in the government. And when he died, they smashed open his brain. It's a great... Uh, Way to say goodbye to him. They found this gnat turned into a, like a bird. It was just it was just eating away at his brain for so long. Obviously, it's miraculous. Gnats don't live that long. Gnats don't eat brains. The whole thing is miraculous. I can't live in a place where there's no, you know, you know, um, um, oxygen. But the point is, it ended up being the size of tzipor drur mishkol shnei sam. Masitatano kigoyzul shana. It was like a one-year-old bird. Mishkol shnei litrin. Amr Abaya. Abaya says. Do you want to know how miraculous this was? Naktino, and we have a Masayro. Piv shal mechoshes. Hashbuchu gave him a copper mouth. With tzipar nev shal barzel. 
and his claws were made out of iron, and that was pecking away at the brain. The Avakamayas, as he was dying, he left his last will and testament was burn this dude, meaning he's saying about himself, and take my ashes and scatter them over the seven seas. Because I don't want the God of the Jews to find me. So I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to stand in judgment before Akadish Baku. So therefore, spread me over the ocean that Hashem should find me. You believe in Hashem, you don't believe in Hashem. I mean, you, you got to pick one. If you believe in Hashem, Hashem can find you in the ocean. If you don't believe in Hashem, what are you hiding from? But anyways, that's, that's how his end was. But there's a postscript to the story. Unculus Barclunicus Barachse de Titus Havon. Unculus, Targum Unculus. He was a nephew of Titus. The sister's son. Can you imagine that? Like, imagine Hitler's nephew once became a from Jew. That just became a from Jew. Wrote the authoritative Targum on the Torah. The Adi Yemazeh. We say Shnai Mekabecha Targum. By the way, what's the connection to Shnai Mekabecha Targum with Parshas Matas Masa? That's great. It's not Parshas Matas Masa. What does the halacha of Shnai Mekabecha Targum have to do with Matas Masa? All right, a riddle. The Elmo will come back to me before Shabbos. Give me, a, give me an answer. What does Shnai and Mikra have to do specifically with Matas Masi? All right, you look up the halacha. That's also true. It's the biggest parsha, yes. But that's not uh, no. That's not Shamayim Mikra But that's that is true. So, anyways, so imagine Unculus wanted to become a yid, but he decided he wanted to do his investigations before he decides he wants to become a Jew. Azal Askele Titus Benegido. He brought Titus back from the dead. Necromancy style. He brought him back. Once he meets his uncle, even though he was trying to become uncle-less. So he asked him, what's going on in that world? That's horrible. So who's Chashiv in the, in the next world, the world that you're in? Amalei Yisrael. Why is it the Jews are Chashiv? Let's be honest. He says, should, should I, What do you think? I should become a Jew? They have so many laws and rules. You're never going to be able to keep it. My suggestion, I have a good idea. Instead, start up with the Jews. And then you'll become Chashev. Look at me. I mean, I'm going down in history. Everybody knows Titus. I start up with the Jews. This is, this is good advice, no? He says, my advice is start up with the Jews. Anybody that harasses the Jews, not the Reish. So therefore, you're never gonna be able to join them. If you can't, if you can't beat them, join them. If you can't join them, in this case, beat them. Okay. Amalei, he says. By the way, Uncle, Dina Dahu Gavrabamai. By the way, what does your Gehenna look like? Can you describe it? Amalei Bamai the Pasuk Anafshei. I mean, I get the punishment I gave myself. Balshantov says. By the way. That every person gets the punishment that they set themselves. It says, The Bachshan have explained it is that a person who makes that anytime you are over a very, let's say, a person's, let's say, Mechal Shabbos B'Shegig, right? Akash will make that you should see somebody else be Mechal Shabbos B'Shegig. And whatever your reaction is, that person, you know, it's terrible. You should, whatever, you should kill him. Or he should pay a fine. Or, okay. And now we know what you think about Mechal Shabbos. 
And every time a person sees something, you should know he's really judging himself. Says Baruch Hu set you up to see it, so you could be done. What happens to a guy that comes late to a minion, or davens to the or cuts you off on the highway? The moment you're done, them Hashem says, "Now we know what needs to be done." Okay, good. So this is exactly what Baruch Hu did to Titus also. You know what? We'll give you the punishment you set for yourself. Every day, Hashem Baruch Hu takes the ashes from all across the seven seas. They put it back together, and then they judge him. And they burn him again. And then again, he's sprinkled over the seven oceans. The Titus says, you know, that's freaking flying miles across the seven oceans because he's being burnt every single day. Okay. Unkelis couldn't get a good answer. He wasn't satisfied. He decided, you know what, once I'm, you know, I paid for necromancy by the hour, I'm going to bring up some more people. Aske Lebilam. He went to the next biggest bum. He went to Bilam. Benegido. Amale man almost. I know who's special in the next world. Amale Yisrael. He says, Should I join them? Stay away from them. Don't get close to them. I'm not, I'm not saying you should fight them. Just move to Madagascar. You don't have to see any Jews. Just move away. Don't have anything to do with them. What's, what's your Gehenna look like? I get cooked in Shechva Sachas every day. Again, it's Midi Kenegad Mida. This is exactly what he told. Yeah. Also, ask him in a Gido. Okay. Also, ask him in a Gido. We're going to want to finish it off. I'm not letting any comments tonight. Also, ask him in a But if you have a new Gemara, we're not scared anymore of the censors. So we'll say who it is. It's one of our own. Yashke Pandrik. That, that, Nebuch, that, yeah, yeah, that one of the Derek. And cause so many millions and billions of Goyim to come every day avoid the Zorah. So he, he brought up uh, Yanagai. So who's special? Amalei Yisrael. Ma'alud Bahukabu. Should I join them? Amalei Tevasam Dereish. Ra'asamalei Sidreish. Do me a favor. Only do good for the Jews. Stay away from harming them. Call Negeya Behen. Somebody that messes with the Jews. It's literally like you poke Hashem in the eyes. You don't want to do that. And therefore, I, I would say. Be good to the Jews. This is how a Yid talks. Even when a Yid is so far like him. But a Yid knows what's true. He is a Yid. He is a Yid. What's your punishment? I get cooked in Tzayir Esachas. Look at the difference between a Jew. As horrible as he is. And compare him and contrast him to a Navi of the Goyim. Bilam, the Navi, says, just stay away from them. A horrible, one of the worst creatures in the world. This Yid, still a Yid, this Yid says, be good to them, be good to the Jews. They're good. Tanya, we're going to have a postscript, we're going to have an epic story in a second that we're going to share, which is going to cause us to fall even more behind in the Dav. Tanya, Amr, Ablaza, Bayer, Eikam, Gedel, Lepecha, Shel Busha. This is just a postscript to the story. Because of the embarrassment that he had, Kaddish Baruch Hu made that he should be able to do what he attempted to do because of the business. I just want to finish off with a story that I heard from Ish Neman. It's a little bit of a longer story, but a complicated story. There was one time a, a, a Galach that decided to debate the morale of Prague. And the morale of Prague kept avoiding him. He didn't want to debate him. He didn't want to debate him. He didn't want to debate him. Eventually, he decided, you know what? If you want to debate, we'll debate. He said, but I want to do it out in a, in a forest. It's just me and you. 
You want to have an honest intellectual conversation, I'll do it. I'm not looking for an audience. Meral and Pragov and him went out to the forest and they came to a place and this person was the whole way he was telling the morale why Christianity is right and why the Jews are so terrible and he's going on and on. And Meral says, he kept asking Meral, you have anything to say? He says, I'll tell you, don't worry, I'll tell you already, I'll tell you already. Anyways, they come to a place in the forest and there's this massive pot in the middle of the forest. Massive pot. And it's smoking. And the morale says, um, he says to the man, he says, if you don't mind, if you can lift the cover off the pot. So he's like, okay. No, okay. And he takes off the cover from the pot. Popping out like Jack and the Beanstalk, uh, Jack in the Box, is Yashka. His head pops out. And Meryl says, you tell him. I'm not, I don't wanna, I'm not interested in getting into it with him. You're the head of the Christianity. So why don't you tell him? You tell him the truth. And Yashka says to this Galach, exactly, the whole thing is a scam, it's a lie, it's a farce, and the Jews are right. And Mamash, like he said over here. And this, this, guy, this Galach was, was he, went, he went nuts. And um, fine. The morale tells Yashka, he says, okay, the world stinks because you're in this world too long already. Get out of here, go. And Yashka said, I'm not going back down. You're crazy. I was brought up here. I'm not, I'm not going back down. Morale says, you need to go down. And... Yashka wouldn't go. Maral went in and pushed him in. Maral burnt himself from the Tzoyer Asachas that the Gemara talks about. Maral, for the rest of his life, used to bandage his arm with put besamim into it. His, his hand never lost the smell of the Tzoyer Asachas because he pushed Yashka into the Tzoyer. For the rest of his life, apparently the pictures of the Maral that they joined, you see the Maral always wearing a cast. All the famous pictures that they have from back then. It's because the story allegedly is, I mean, this I heard from Ishan Amon, the story I never saw it in any book, that the Maral touched that Tzayi Reisachas to push Yashka back to get it, it was done, and therefore the smell never went away. I don't know. It's a good Matzah Shabbos, my son. As I is. Vait, I have a couple of good ones for tonight. What? I don't know. And he's living in May Sharm today. Atana Goyla, Atana Goyla, Chorev Tur The second thing that happened was, there was a Tana girl and a Tana girl, and because of that, Tur Malka was destroyed. Davidihigi, they had this custom, when a Chasan Kala would head out to their wedding, they would have a chicken and a rooster, is that what it's called? Run in front of them. It was a way of saying that they should be fruitful and merry. They should be fruitful and I want to say another word. What's the other word I want to say? Mo. That's not what I want to say, but fine, we'll go with that. Let's show multiply. One day there was an army legion walking by. And it was so cute. There's a rooster. They took it away. So the Jews attacked them. Give me back the rooster. Also, I'm the case there. So they came to the case and they told them, The Jews are rebelling. They're revolting. They're staging a coup. Obviously. I mean, why else would they attack the army? So the case came to attack them. There was a certain fellow they had. He was, called, he was from the south. He was Bar Dureyma. He would be able to jump a mile at a time. He would kill out a couple of people. And then, and, and then he would just jump away. And they wouldn't be able to get him. This guy was something special. He was a one-man wrecking crew. And as much as the Romans wanted to you know, wipe out Termalco... But they had to deal with this fellow, and they had a hard time with him. Shakle Kesel Latage. 
So the Kaiser took off his crown, and he put it down on the floor. And he's talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even the Kaiser. He's talking to the Baruch If you don't mind, uh, if I'm, I'm willing to lose. But if I lose, I want to lose to, to, to a group. I can't lose to one guy. That's just too embarrassing. Rome should fall to one fellow. Do me a favor, Hashem. That embarrassment I can't handle. That person from the south made a big mistake. He used the words, Hashem, forsake us. You don't have to come help us. We got this, Hashem. This Bar Duraim was very successful until he started opening a piss back for the Jibarachum. Says the Gemara, what it was, something wrong with saying that? That wasn't, he didn't make up those words. David Nami Amahachi. Those words come from Dover Amalek. Dover Amalek said those words. Something wrong with Dover Amalek or not? Says the Gemara, David, who will come to Tama? David was saying it as a question. God, you're not going to come help us? You're not going to come to the, to the battlefront? And this guy said it as God, you're not going to come help us to the battlefront. We don't need you. So it's just, it's, you know, Tate Shigelt, or Tate Shigelt. It's just it's a matter of how you say it, right? All obeys like he said. So this guy went into the bathroom. Also, the Reikino, a snake came, and Shamta the Kakishe, I don't know how many people are before supper, so we're not going to tie chat. Venach Nafshe. And the guy was no longer. Omar Hoyobis Rachashi Nisa. So the Caesar said, um, um, he said, if I had a miracle, Hazimno, Ishav Kinu, I'm going to let the Jews survive. I'm going to let the Jews live. Okay? Shav Kinu, he let the Jews live. V'azal, he turned around to go home. Is Dakar, V'achlu, V'shasu, V'adliki Shagav. Klaisal started celebrating like they just won the war. They started lighting candles, singing and dancing parties. Ad, so many candles were lit, and that was a sign of victory. A person was able to see what's on his ring a mile away from the light of all those candles. That was really too much. Ah, they think they won. They don't, they don't appreciate that I would just walked away from them. They're walking around as if they won. And then he came, and that was the end of Tumalka. And he wiped them out. Asi. Fasmea Alfi, Shlifi, Saifa, he had 300,000 swordmen. They came in and it was a slaughterhouse. They killed for three days and three nights. Ubahach Giso, on this side of the mountain, he There were still celebrations going on. And they didn't even know what was going on on the other side. It was such a massive place that three days, the people didn't even know what was going on on the other side. They were just still celebrating because the Caesar turned around and didn't kill them. Says unfortunately, we've said too many times. This is referring to the sixty thousand cities. On that mountain, there were sixty thousand cities that Yana had. Talk about it, this place was massive. He had sixty thousand cities. But don't th- say I'm six hundred thousand cities. But don't think I'm sorry, sixty thousand cities. But don't think they were just little villages and hamlets. No, each city had six hundred thousand people in it. Except there were three cities that didn't. 
Yeah, this is like really precise. Those three cities had 1.2 million people in them. These are the three cities. Kfar Bish, Kfar Shechalayim, and Kfar Dechrayim. You might as well explain why they call it. Kfar Bish, Bish means bad. Bad town. It's because they didn't allow guests to stay there. It was Sadoin-esque. Kfar Shechalayim. Shechalayim is a type of vegetable. If you want to know what it is, I can tell you in English what it is, but I have no idea what that is. Anybody know what it is? It's, a legend, no? it's called cress. Anybody have any idea what cress is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, that. I have no idea what it is. It's a leafy thing. Sure, no problem. That town was called that because that was their, that was their market. That's what they did. Dechrayim means a male. It was called a male town. They would have a bunch of boys first. They would have one girl by seconds. They wouldn't have any more kids. So it was not much like a boys' village. And therefore, there was no shit of crisis there the way we have it now. It was the other way. So, and then they would stop giving birth. Oma Ulo says, Ulo, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Tur Malka had 60,000 cities and each one had 1 million people. Like, what are you. Oma Ulo, I saw the plays. You can't even put 600,000, today you would say, needleheads, right? or pins into it. And then he said reeds. You can't even put 600,000 reeds into it. What are you talking about? In fact, this was a great cause for anybody that want to believe in Joshua Pet to use this as a, to mock. Shakur and Mishak you guys are a bunch of liars. You guys said, six, can't be. Amalei, Eretz Tzviksiva. Eretz is called the land of the deer. Really, that's not what it means. Eretz Tzvi means beloved. Tzvi v'chamed v'ragi. Right? Tzvi means wanted. But um, here, the Gemara is touching like a deer. Ksiva, mach tzvi, ze, ain't uri sorry. Just like a deer, once you flay it and you take off the hide, you're not able to get the animal back into that hide because the hide stretches so much to host the animal. After Eretz Yisrael, b'zman she'yosh v'noleo, nirevacho. B'zman she'en yosh v'noleo, gamda. Eretz Yisrael shrinks with the amount of people. I mean, I mean, you can open your own eyes today and see exactly what we're talking about. In the 1950s, they were saying there's not enough room for any more yidin there. What are we going to do if more yidin want to come? I don't know. But there's quadruple the amount that there was in the 1950s in Eretzisol. And there's still a lot of empty area that we're still hoping to shortly populate and throw out those shkatsim and ramosim that are hanging out there. And therefore, Eretzisol, when there's yidin there, there's room, there's room, there's plenty of room. Anyways. Rav Meniyumi Barchelkiyo. Virav Chelki about Tuvia. Virav one about here. Three Amirayim have Yasigabe. They were once sitting together. Amri, Iikadishmiel or Milsim Mikvar Sechnaya of Mitzrayim Lema. If anybody knows any details about this town called Kvar Sechnaya of Mitzrayim, they had a, obviously a very disastrous end. If anybody knows anything that they can share with us about it, please, we'd love to know something about the town. Pasachad Minayu. So one of them said, I got a story. There was a, we'll call it an engaged couple, but for all intents and purposes, a married couple that was captured by the Goyim, when you see him Zelaza, and the Goyim wanted them to be able to produce more uh, Adam. <clears throat> so they put them together. Amrulai, so she turned to her husband, so to speak, her Aris, I'm begging you, control yourself. We don't have a Ksuba with us. We don't have a Ksuba. Why was there no Ksuba? Good Kaja. It didn't end up happening. There was no Ksuba. And therefore, Kalab, like, Ksuba. This is Usr, we've asked him. 
So therefore, she, she says, control yourself. They lived together for years. He never touched her. She told to the people that would say, what you know what you should say about this person on the Yosef. This man controlled himself more than Yosef. It was a one-time event. Or at least it was one great opportunity. And therefore, that town, I have one story about that town. One, ta- one story. What a story. A story of one of the greatest stories that you can talk about in history. We discussed in the Shuvah here about Iftzan, Zebayas, Palti, Ben Layish, all the great levels of Pitbet Yitzray. This is up there. This ranks up there. One of the greatest all stories of all time. So it was obviously a very hush of a town. The other person got up and said, I also have a story about that town. They always had steady prices. You're able to get 40 maidiyas for a dinner. There was a little bit of inflation. Little bit of inflation. It was 39 now for a dollar. And right away, the Vad, Mishmerasa, whatever, started their investigations. Uh oh, somebody's misbehaving down because why is there inflation? It's nothing to do with. And they found a father and a child. That sounds horrible. They quickly disposed of those people. And went back to $40. So don't blame anybody for gas prices. Look inward. Okay, you can blame others. I don't care. The third one said, There was a story about a man that decided, he looked at his wife and decided, he's had it 67 years, it was long enough, I'm not putting up with it anymore. But it was too expensive to divorce her. So what do you do? He did a horrible thing. He invited a whole party, he got everybody drunk, and they all used one big bed, and then he took white, egg white, and and he hired two witnesses, Ubal Bezdin, Ubal Bezdin, ah, the kind of Bezdin, divorce, and not to make Subo. There was one older statesman, Tamida Beishamai, Hazakin, Ubava Ben Buta Shimoi, the Hilu Gitana Baba Ben Buta, Amalahan Kachma Kiblani Mishamai Hazakin, I want to do some forensic uh, work over here. I have a Messiah from, from Shamai, Loivan Beya Sailud, Minar, Sheikh Wazar Dech Minar. They have opposite. Actions when you put it near heat. That elaborating. They checked it out and it was exactly the way he said it. They brought this guy into Bezden and they're like, You tried to frame your wife. He got Malchus and he had to pay. This guy got it from both ends. This town, again, the first story is a very, says about a chash of a town. The second story also says a shtuk about a chash of a town because. I mean, the moment there was inflation, the first thing they did was look inward and they found the problem and they got rid of the problem. Okay, also The third story is a shver So they were a good town or they were a bad town. It sounds like there was a whole slew of chevriman. And this is a big problem. The Ben Yoda has a long arichas to explain it, which we're not going to do now. So they were all tzadikim. Great. So why did they have the, the disgusting ending that they had to them? This is referring to Tramalka, by the way. Because they never mourn Yerushalayim properly. If you don't mourn properly, the Chsiv Simchus Yerushalayim Vigilu Bokalayabel, 
Sisu ito masoyis kolam masabu malel. A person has a chiyuv to be masabu on Yerushalayim, and if you don't take tavelos on Yerushalayim seriously, watch out. Asaka the Rizpuk Chor Beitar. City of Beitar was destroyed because of a Asaka the Rizpuk. We translate yesterday as an axle, whatever it is, it's a part of a carriage, whether it's the door, whether it's the side post, there's different sheets is what it is, but the point is something about a carriage, a chariot that was taken and that caused the Chorban Beitar. What's the story? David Higi, they had a custom. When a boy was born, Shasli Arza, they would plant a cedar tree. Yenukta, if a girl was born, Shasli Tornisa, they planted, Rashi says, pine. They planted a pine tree. And when the boy and girl got married, they would cut down these trees and they would turn it into a chuppah. One day, the Caesar's daughter was driving by, and her shaka derispik broke. She saw a cedar tree right there, so she went there, she cut down a cedar tree. Whether she meant it or she didn't mean it, we don't know. The bottom line is she cut down a cedar tree. She fixed it. They attacked her. The Jews attacked her. You touched that tree. They told the case that your daughter was just attacked. And he came, unfortunately, for the next daf. Now we're going to hear about some of the atrocities of, of Beitar, which is hard to hear, but part of our history. Hashem chopped down with anger every horn of Klai Yisrael. There were 80,000 horns of war. I don't know why I say Beitar. I'm becoming like a Tzayani. Beitar. It's a self. Because they call it Beitar today? I don't know. Fine. Beitar. When they conquered it. And they wiped out men, women, children. So much so that the blow flowed like a river into the Yamagadol. They say, ah, because it's right near there. It's a mile away. And they had a river of blood flowing into the Yamagadol. There's a valley they call Bikisidaim, and there's two streams. Each one's going in a different direction. And Chazal assessed Shnei Chalokim Mayim Echadam. It came to the point where the, the river was two thirds water still, but it was one third of blood. Crazy amount of blood. Tono Chazal says Sheva Shonim, but Tzoru Oivdei Kachov Meskamei Midamon Shal Yisrael Bleizevel. For seven years, the game did not have to fertilize their field. They had so much blood from the Jews of Beisar that they were able to just produce grapes and wine. I mean. I don't know why you'd want to drink such wine, but I don't know. This is we're a little bit leaving the topic of Beisar for a little bit. We'll come back. Al Yid from Yerushalayim told me, in this valley, Harag Nevuzrad and Rav Tabachim. It's a great name. Nevuzrad is a great name. And the Rav Tabachim. I always love that. The chief executioner. So the Rav Tabachim, the butcher. Literally the butcher. Who was called the Who was called the butcher? Yeah, yeah. But who? Which? Saddam Hussein? Who was called the butcher? Oh, yeah. One of those. One of those animals is called the butcher. 
the numbers are just like just not normal, just even if it's an exaggeration. I mean, like it's, pre- it's still pretty much. to the point where the blood flowed We all know this from the Kinnis. To the point where it touched the blood of Zechariah Hanavi. I heard someone learning this Gemara, and he said the famous Navi Zechariah. It's not the famous Navi Zechariah. The famous Navi Zechariah lived in Baishani. Chagai Zechariah Malachi. It's a different Zechariah. I was killed 250 years before Chorban Bayes Rishon. You just to get your Nevi'im right, and then, then the rest is easy. So it touched the blood of Zechariah. Blood touched blood. Vizradim came and he saw the blood of Zechariah. Because it was bubbling. He asked, what is this? It's Karbonus. They stopped. I see Dami Vlai Damu. He brought blood to compare it, and there was nothing that was able to compare it to it. If you tell me, we'll be okay. Otherwise, I'll just rake you over hot coals and skin you. Oh, with an offer like that, listen, what can we tell you? I have a bun. We had a prophet, and he was a little too sharp for us. So we killed the messenger. Well, Kamish Nin, and it's been years, literally 200 years, the Loikonayach Dome, that his blood does not rest. Amalaho, so the Mizradin said, I'll take care of it. I see Sanhedrin Gedolo, Vis Sanhedrin Gitano, Katalove. He killed the greatest Gedolo. Loinach. Bachurim Ubisulais, I want the children to listen to this. He killed the Bachurim and he killed the girls. I mean, that means he went up a level from the Sanhedrin. He killed the Bachurim. That's a level more than this. You hear? He went one level up. I said to Noiki Shabbos Rabbin, he brought the children, the yeshiva students. That's what he brought. He's like, Katalavev Lenach. Amalei Zechariah Zechariah. It was right, and that's a conversation now. Toivim Shibahani Valitim. I killed the best. I gave you the best. What do you want now? Nichalach Davidin Lukul. You want to wipe them all out? I'll do that. Amalei Hachi, when he said that, Nach. The blood calmed down, but he shaita here at At that moment, it was rather chap to hear tshuva. Amar umayim al nefesh aches kach. How who gathered the cut of kohanim mishmaso? I have so much blood in my hand. Aches kamo kamo. Arak azal shadur star partasa. He ran away. He sent the last will and testament to base what to do with his money. Ve'gayer and it was rather converted. We'll pick up here tomorrow, but Hashem, of what happened to his anaklok.